Testing one, two. Sweet. We are good. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast episode five. How are you doing, Martin? It's been a while, man. It has been a while. Yeah. I think, I think the last time we were here, we uh, we talked about the Oscars. We did. We talked. And that's the thing I wanted to get into was the Oscars after, aftermath about all yeah, of that. Yeah, we made some predictions. and We got it totally wrong. I got it totally wrong. Well, let's see. You got almost everything right. That's the funny part. Best actor, I think we both got right. We both went. We both said Phoenix would win. Walking that one. Phoenix would win it. Did he win it? Yeah, he did. Okay, I, it's been a while. So I can't remember. That was like best February supporting 9th. actor. I got that one right because I said Brad Pitt. Uh huh. I think you said one of the guys from The Irishman. I, I won. Yeah, I was supporting actor was Joe Pesci. I think he got robbed from that, but that's just my opinion. And then <laughs> Academy knows better than I do. We both got probably the biggest award of the night wrong, which is Best Picture. Yeah. What so, the fuck? Yeah, it was actually Parasite. Which, wow. Like well, you kind of had a like had the, we, the, the main on that. Like we said Dark Horse. Yeah, you said you were that one amongst the both of us said that it might be the Dark Horse. Yeah, I, I said Dark Horse, but my pick was nineteen seventeen, so Yeah, so was mine. Yeah, so so was yours, which is kinda of the obvious one. Like that's where Yeah, it was, it was the safe pick. Yeah, that was a safe pick. That's when everyone was going towards and uh, Yeah. It was a safe bet. It was one of the ones where like you picked the best team from that from the game that night, but it was like it could have gone anyway, and it went the direction of Parasite. And then I think you pointed out when we were hanging out around that same time was that Parasite, if Parasite would win Best Foreign Picture or Best International yeah, Picture, that it, wouldn't it, it get probably wouldn't get Best, best picture. picture. But I was wrong. What on that. it got both of them? It got both of them. That is that is that's, a sweep. That's crazy. That is what they call a good old fashioned sweep, man. Yeah. I mean, good for good for him. Good for the director. And um, he he won best director too, didn't he? Yes, he did win best director. No, did did he? No, I don't think he did. Did he? So now we have to look up See, Google. Gotta, Google. And I don't want to get his name Google. mixed up because like it. I don't remember his name, and I don't want to fuck it up. Oscars twenty twenty. Yes, he did win. Yeah, he won. So Damn. He took home best director, best, best film, picture, best foreign best language foreign film. Pick? Didn't he win best writing or was that was that another I was the best screenplay or was it was it another a movie that won? No, I think you're right. I think he got one of the the screenplays. What's his name by the way? I I I, I forgot. I'm not going to be one of those assholes. Yeah, he won best or, or original screenplay. Jeez. He killed it. It was his year this year. Now you're asking for his name. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to try and pronounce it because I don't want to well, butcher it. Can I Can I read it then? Absolutely. If I can find it. <laughs> you want to try that, director? So, director Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Uh, it was his year. Bong Joon-ho, man. He killed it. Good for him. I mean, a, a foreign film? Oh. You know, it just goes to show, foreign or not, a film is a film, and depending on who's got that hot hand or who's got that that great idea, that's just perfect for the time, and for the setting, and for the atmosphere of today's world. We need a movie like that. And uh, spoiler alert: I did not see it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I haven't seen it either. Um. It just falls into the same uh, stereotype of, oh, Americans just don't want to watch foreign films because either it's subtitles or just because it's it's not an American film. And you know what? They're absolutely right. Uh, they're right. There's a bias with how we we take things. It's kind of like we're conformed in a way to just love all things that are just made here in this continent. And everything else is just not as equal. It's almost that to, to what I, I think – Almost to the theme of that movie about class and about how other upper classes see 
I'm not saying I like I see other continents or other countries as a lower class, but it's just like there's a bias to the point where I'm used to seeing movies made in America and that's all I've been accustomed to seeing when I was young until I'm growing older till I have my mind of my own and start watching other films that that are not made here but it's still like okay I want to see this foreign film it's a foreign film and it's not like I want to I'm not going to go see it because it's a foreign film but it's just like in my mind I was like oh I'll eventually see it I'll eventually see it I'll eventually see it I just think it's a subconscious thing that you go in and it's like I'm going to see this film eventually but because it's sort of like be maybe it sounds going to sound fucked up but maybe but because it was from another country it's like my mind puts it to the back of my <laughs> it puts it to the back of the shelf you know like eventually i'll get to it you know because it'll be there versus maybe a film such as the irishman or once upon a time in hollywood or 1917 but even 1917 was a foreign film that was made in britain but yet we've been i've been we've been so infused to 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 uh, for British and Canadian and films that are more in the realm of the of our specter of the English specter. Well, it's the same language. Yeah, it's the same language. Yeah, so it's like we're some used to that. And maybe it's just because it's a language thing, right? Well, yeah, uh, there's the language a, barrier. A little bit of extra effort having to keep up with subtitles and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's I haven't seen it just because it's not from America. It's more because I got put in. I have to read. You have to put in extra <laughs> effort. Read. So maybe that's it too. Like you just got to have to put in the work to watch a movie. Like, oh, I go to watch movies to chill, not to fucking want to read. Is that like, would that be like the mentality of it for some people? I think for some people, yeah. Yeah. Like, like how you, how you did it. Like, it's just, <laughs> I need to, God damn it. I got to read it. So that takes some extra effort. Yeah. That I think some people just kind of have more comfort if it's in a language they understand and know. So maybe I'm... So, like, with, um, you know, anime, for example. Uh, I, there's animes that I watch, but I usually watch them once they're dubbed and they're in English. Yeah. Just because it's... Because it's, it's just... English. It's easier to understand for me. Right. It's easier to comprehend. So maybe yeah. I'm just the racist. I'm the, I'm <laughs> the only one going with this fucking different country perspective oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i was just the one who's grown yeah. up to be fucking prejudiced yep it's just that i mean it's just me at it, least i it, know i have a problem yeah it's the first sign it's the first sign of steps to recovery you've, as i said you've just admitted that if, <laughs> if it's not if it's not made in america it's not worth watching if it's not america <laughs> america fuck yeah <laughs> i don't want to peek um yeah, no, like, I still need to see it. I want to see it so bad. I saw Snowpiercer so fucking good. And and Trade of Basan was really good. It was a, a a great horror thriller, and it was made by this guy. Yet, for some reason, I can't go see this fucking movie. Well, I do want, I can. I want to go see this movie. It's just, for, like, I forget about it. It's like, oh, on to the next thing, and like, fuck, that's all right. I still got to go see this movie. I, I think also, I mean, probably just for me and maybe you two, but if you fall behind and movies you sh- you like should see you have to play like catch up yeah sometimes that may be in like the back of the list of movies you gotta like catch up on or something yeah you want to so, still like, stay current there's a whole list of movies i gotta catch up and watch that's the same thing with video and, games with me too yeah. so like, it, it might take a while to get to parasite like i have yet i'm gonna get a shitload of flack on this i have yet to play um uh uh, uh fuck joel and and what's her name Last of Us? Last, I've yet to play Last of Us. I've never played that game. Oh, we gotta play it because Last of Us 2 is gonna come yeah, out this year. Yeah, Last of Us so. is coming out, so now I have to <laughs> fucking look for it and play it. Yeah, dude. I we totally, I got off topic, but yeah, that was uh, that was the Oscars, and uh, I lost. So, uh, we'll have to do better next time, huh? Hey, I got Best Animated Picture right. You did? <laughs> I was laughing I said, so I hard. I Toy Story 4. <laughs> I was like fucking Martin getting uh, it all right. We were bowling too and shit, because we like we did we made pro- word on our promise and went bowling. Yeah, we went bowling, which you know it was a busy night for bowling. It was. So it's kind of surprising. It was a nice it was a nice little bowling. It was cheap too. We got went three games in. Um. Yeah. So uh, that was happening, and meanwhile, 
like between then and now a whole lot of shit went down you know we we're fucking in the midst of of a political battle here and i, I mean this is more of like we talk about film but what's been going on lately martin a whole lot of shit like fucking we're, we're everyone's getting sick and dying and and they and they can't treat this new this new virus made named yeah, the, after a beer the swine flu that's <laughs> why <Swine flu. laughs> no like yeah the ebola virus is out now <laughs> fucking might as well be ebola dude it's been killing people left and right so like corona cor- yeah corona dude like like now i, I like i have to wash these these microphones when we're done, hoping I didn't catch anything from you because you're the one who's been in the city. I'm playing. I mean, you kind of have it good. You live out here in the yeah, fucking like, I know, desert, like, so isolated. Yeah, you live just away from everybody else. So you're probably safe. I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep it that way. Everybody who's in the city right now, stay where you're at and don't come to me unless I ask you to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that the Fourth of July party is canceled. Probably well, no. I'll still go. I'll catch a coronavirus for a party <laughs> for Fourth of July party. Why not? Yeah, dude. So that's been going on, and meanwhile, we've just been uh, trying to catch up on some things. We have a movie to watch, my friend, and we don't have much time to do it. Well, do you want to introduce the movie? Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, I was, I have a whole fucking spill here. Um, so we're going to watch the second movie of my a uh, second short film that I made of my. Still, a green filmmaking career, and that was directed by Zach Trussell, his second movie, and cinematography, of course, was by yours truly, and it was a movie called The Great Bambino. Now, this is kind of one you were fully hands on, right? Fully hands on in the creative. For sixes and sevens, from what I remember, you said you came on because the DP on that one wasn't available bailed he bailed bailed but this one you're on board from the beginning this one was all me so so this was my first time actually doing fully from start to finish cinematography pre-production planning production and then post-production because not only was i the cinematographer martin i also edited it Mm. and i was his i was zach's editor i did editing all the way up until uh his his latest one um the one about the aliens Spray. Spray best, yeah, the best friend. So, yeah, he's got a. I got a, a close knit rapport with Zach. Like, I'm one of the few he trusts in terms of his his films, and I think it's like I'm his only option right now because he hasn't found anybody else to do sh- shit. He's got to pay him, and it's kind of like it's it's not easy for him, I guess, to find. Well, I'm just not saying it's not easy for him. He can find a fucking area he wants. I just think he's, it's he's not. He's comfortable with you. He's comfortable, and it's it's, and it's kind of like I get it because like you're you're used to one person doing your thing and they're doing it well. That trying to find someone else is a whole new new different fucking beast to build a, a comfortability with and to trust. You know, trusting someone with your work can be kind of a little bit challenging more than you might think it is. So, yeah. Um. I edited this one and um, I did cinematography, but, but like before all that, after sixes and sevens, he was like, okay, I got a real script that I wanted to do. Not a real script, but like he, I have a script that I really wanted to do after sixes and sevens. He's like, this is the one that has more levity to it. It's been one that's been bothering me. And it's, it's like, he's been one, he wanted to touch on comedy. He's like, I want to touch on comedy in, in my old Zachary Trussell fashion. And he brought me, he gave me the script and I'm like, oh, this is cool. The concept is cool. It's pretty much about three kids um, about to move on, you know, like move out and, and be responsible. But before they get – but before all the, the responsibilities start to come upon them, they decide to take one more day to just be unresponsible, immature assholes and just to smoke some weed and just chill for one last day for all of them before they have to grow up. And that uh, particular day, uh, they ran out of said their said pref- preferred uh, herb, so they have to go to their regular dealer, who he has sold out on all his supply except for one strain. 
This strain is called the Great Bambino. Now, this strain uh, is cursed. It's a, it's it's for some reason it's bad luck. Whoever smokes it, just shit just falls down on them. Like they just have the worst luck and could end up either getting arrested or dying. <laughs> so, okay. um, a lot like there was a lot to the script. Um, this movie also has, I think, one of the greatest cameos I've ever seen. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's the that like then when you filmed it didn't know but like if you let if you watch it now because he's built up such a, a career and a rapport of him for himself it's a great fucking treasure to see i don't think we're thinking about the same cameo no, <laughs> no. what are you thinking of <laughs> you'll see you'll see once we uh watch oh, it. okay <laughs> well, once we sit and watch it oh i think i know who you're talking about now i think i know you're talking about now yeah Oh God! <laughs> Damn! Too bad he isn't here for me to talk to him. Too bad he left. Oh, he could have joined in. He could have joined book. in. Yeah. Shit! Now he's not here. He went to go Pete's fish and chips. Oh. Talking about my dad. My dad makes his cameo in here. By the way, you guys. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Hunter. No, I mean <laughs> his cameo. Uh, his cameo is okay. <laughs> I mean, his is more than like a cameo though. He's like a supporting character, so he's. He's that's true. Quite a bit. That's true. Your dad's a cameo. He's My dad's a cameo. He's in You're there right. quick, and that's it. You are right. Oh <laughs> fuck's sakes. Okay, so that's the summary of the movie. Um, we had to like fucking cut some things out. Obviously, there were some things in this in the movie in the script where we had to just cut it out or redo do it a different film it in a different way just for time. And um, logistics. Like there was a point where we just had little time to do to do the things we wanted to do. We had a big problem with our actors, with one in particular who was supposed to play. Uh, fuck, I forgot. Or he was supposed to play one of the guys, and he was not even in the same state. And he was supposed to play one of the actors. I think his name was hit. The he the character name was Ralphie. I forgot the actual actor's name, but he was in Carolina and he was supposed to play the actor Ralphie the next day. Is this a breakdown of communication? Or? I, I guess it was just like he was told he told us that he was going to be in Arizona a week before time before he uh, the, we were started shooting. But by the time we were, we were getting ready to, to film he was still in Carolina and he couldn't get a fucking flight back to Arizona on that day. So Zach pretty much had to nix him and play the character himself. (laughs) So he had to play the character himself on a whim. And then one of the characters who was supposed to play the boyfriend who steals things, Mm -hmm. he couldn't make it. Oh, so I think that's a blessing in disguise there. It kind of was a blessing in disguise. So if my memory serves me right, Zach got someone else to play that that guy. Um, But he couldn't get someone to play one of the other main characters. So Zach took the kid whose name was Alex King who was a fucking animal who was going to play the 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 new boyfriend promoted him up to being one of the main characters and then got our good old friend Hunter Getz to play the boyfriend. Oh man. Yeah, so a lot happened within the last like 24 oh, 48 to 24 hours for this movie to happen. A lot fucking care. It was like as if this movie was almost hexed itself. It was almost a curse in itself to, to like not happen. So there's a good possibility. This movie could have been something totally different, totally different from from what we see. Totally different. So let's just already delve into it. Hit play. Let's, uh, let's hit play here. Already have audio problems. Uh, technical difficulties. Already we have technical difficulties. In the meantime, though, you can listen about our sponsors. Oh, God. 
which is currently none. We have no sponsors yet. But if there's any interest, just you know, hit up Ed and you can arrange you know the deal and stuff. Arrange the deals. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. too loud so we can talk over each other uh oh what happened hold on wait a minute there we go alright so this movie that was Alex King by the way who was walking in he started walking in that is Matt Wessel if you notice uh, if you remember him he was also one of the characters in our last movie Sixes and sevens. So how'd you go about doing this? You just gather a group of people and you're uh, like, hey. So, tr- so Zach knew these two guys. I forgot their name. I think one of them was Trevon. I think another name is, I think his other guy's name is Martin. Oh, hi. Yeah. He got these two guys just from wherever he knew them from and then just told them, hey, we need two guys to play two, two kids from, from high school to fight each other. And I got this scene. That's just so benign and fucking stupid, but you just try your best to act it out. And I had a regard of one guy just spreading one dude's butt cheeks open, spitting in it because his one guy had sex with his sister. It was really <laughs> fucking stupid. You notice uh, Zach's, at least during this time, Zach's, uh, his writing, yet still to be uh, refined and tooled, was still a little bit on the immature side. There's nothing wrong with that. It was a comedy, so it's more of a Friday meets fucking Friday meets dope kind of thing, or meets the uh, typical high school party movie that you see nowadays, like American Pie and such that, and such what. So in terms of audio, how much of this was a ADR? So pretty much like I would say 70% of this movie was ADR. Okay. Uh, we had no audio guy. Uh, the guy who was our last audio dude we couldn't make it to the shoot. So we were already fucked there. And um, the guy who, who gave us his audio gear, we wasn't that great like we had no clue how to like put it together i had no fucking idea how to manage audio the recorder he gave us was wasn't that great it was like mediocre at best and the way how he had it plugged in through a regular microphone jack instead of an xlr mark an xlr cord that you usually would have um wasn't yeah no it wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) he he just it, it wasn't a great setup And so the audio came out really shitty. And um, we just had to just end up fucking doing ADR, having the guys come in and re-record the audio for us. And they did a great job. Uh, shout out to our audio guy, though, our audio engineer, Jeff Southwick, who, we, who showed up late in the game to help us out with this movie. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for him, we'd be fucked. Like... It wouldn't sound as it, – it's still not the greatest sound, but it's way a lot better, like a whole lot better than what it would have sounded if we didn't have him on board. This kid, his name is Daniel. He was actually a fucking – he's one of the the the, the, the football players from, from GCC. Oh, okay. Yeah. From the football team? Yeah, well, from the football team that, that – The football team that no longer exists? Yeah, the, the gauchos no longer <laughs> – that no longer exist. But – but uh, he he knew this kid, and he was I guess they were on the same team. They were well, of course on the same. But they were on the team, and he knew him, and he brought him in to play the the dealer. And he was very grateful for it too. He was really grateful and really cool and chill and happy to be part of this. Like he was so supportive. Was like yeah, definitely Zach. He was so on board and, and com- completely, uh, completely uh. uh participant in it really he participated in everything that we wanted him to do and he was all for it he was a 
All hands on deck. So this is the part where he talks about the, the weed because Matt's character here is getting pretty desperate. He wants something. So he's like, all right, I got this strain, but it's a little off the, the market. <laughs> so I have this group of, like, casts. They're all – are they all, like, first-time actors? Is this something that Zach had um, to deal with? Yeah, they're all most of them are first time actors exception of two people um matt wetzel right here who is one of our leading actors nice little segue that not segue but little effect little effect going on a little boop, boop, boop. that was jeff southwick again with the with the sound effects and this movie just it's something else So in terms of camera, are you on? So uh, I got help from um, two amazing people in Jordan. If I want to get his name right again, I don't want to fuck up his name. Jordan Sbarbordo. Sbarbordo? Yeah. I think that's how you name it, pronounce him. Sure. And Anime <laughs> Lopez. They were my fucking crew from mostly from start to finish. God bless them for helping me out because I would have been exhausted if it was all just me. But they both definitely helped out. They both were full, fully committed to like the, the, the work. And they were just like, just so fucking great. But in terms of like, uh, gear though camera gear and stuff this is like dslr D- yeah, yeah the... this was for my t6s okay this was uh so you still haven't delved into like the c100 i yet, have not yeah like i that. didn't go into the full we didn't we didn't complete cheap on this this was my my t6s with like a rented out other dslr that zach rented out for two dual camera which is that angle right there he wanted multiple angles this is a point where I didn't understand the full effects of what lighting could do. I just went all natural. I'm like, I don't have money for lights, for artificial lights. Hell, I don't even have money money for fucking deflectors or diffusion. <laughs> so some shit comes up like underlit. Some is overexposed. So in terms of cinematography, this is probably my worst. <laughs> this is probably my worst I've ever done. But honestly, this really didn't need to look pretty. It just needed to to have like a fucking chilled kickback, more of a West Coast vibe ish style to it, suburban. Uh, I gotta get home to mom and dad before they kick my ass. Kind of feel. Elderly sex slaves because you don't you, you can't blame people sex slaves. The sex trafficking. And Arizona's gone too fucking crazy. Real joint, by the way. I hope I didn't incriminate myself by saying that. So a couple of scenes before that, he throws his phone. That was his actual phone. That was his it? actual phone. <laughs> Again, we had no fucking money for props. So everything that we had here was real. With the exception of those flowers in the foreground. Which I needed to add some depth to shit. So I always, I constantly was telling, but writing Zach, like, I need to get depth. This shot right here, opening up from the keys inside, that was my idea. I mean, Tupac not dead, that was Zach's idea. Curse of the Bambino, foreshadowing here. Him and the shitter. He really took his shit right here. Like, that wasn't his <laughs> shit. The sound effects, was that was Foley, but he really fucking shat. And I was just disgusted, because that was me inside there. He had no mercy. Yeah, you can see right here, like, we had, like, a couple of, like, regular lights, like. You can see them bounce off, like, the Yeah, fridge. yeah, it's just so bad. Uh-oh, uh-oh, one of our boys is about to come in. And they're running up. Oh, shit, close-up of Kayleen's boobs. Shout-out to Kayleen. Hope you're doing okay. And there's our boy, uh, 
Hunter. Hunter Getz. Good old Hunter Getz picking up Kayleen. Kayleen McCannon for uh, a little flirtatious moment here. They're about to fuck. At least that's what we think they're going to do. <laughs> she's supposed to play the cousin of their friend who owns the house. She's supposed to, like, be the one who's taking care of the house. The house game. And, okay, you know, Hunter with the little flirt with the tap on the nose, I guess. So he, was Hunter part of the crew as well? No. So he, he was just kind of he just an actor. Came on. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, he met Zach at the right, I guess, in their writing class, and Zach asked him to be a helping hand in the acting area. At this point, we were desperate. We'll take anybody. You notice, like, he nixed her drink with some sleeping aid. And at first, a lot of people think, oh, he's going to rape her, uh, which is funny because that's not the idea we had in mind at first. But if they're like, they think that, let's go with it. <laughs> it's whatever. So I had in mind a whole spiel segment on this. And Zach's like, no, just fucking just act like you're robot dancing and fall asleep. I'm like, man, I wanted a whole like a few like three or four shots of her doing like sexy dancing and trying to seduce him. And then she falls asleep. But Zach's like, fuck that. Just, <laughs> just, just do go the for robot. robot. <laughs> and we'll just do like one frame, one shot. And you just the most like boring of frames and just get that. Because we got so many other things to do right now. So many other shots to get. That that shot right there. It was just the two of them. Zach wasn't even like on, in that shot. Because we were still waiting for that kid to come to Arizona. That actor. Oh. <laughs> so we shot a few shots without him. and just and So some shots just have those two in frame. That is probably the only... <laughs> The only shot right there that has the actual on footage, on set sound. Oh, on set audio? Yeah. <laughs> Here uh, we got a montage of Hunter stealing. He took a bike and house. a TV? Yep, TV, fucking guitar, and the bike. You know, it's all of Zach's baby pictures <laughs> right there in the hallway. <laughs> and we also got a dolly. We got a dolly just for that one shot to, to track him while he's walking. We never. We rarely used it. We I think we only used it one more shot, and that was it. Check out for the Zach uh, cameo uh, uh, voice right here. Text. Yeah, ringtone. <laughs> That's also onset audio, and it sounds horrible. Come home. It's funny because before this shot right here, right before we were shooting that. Oh, 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 oh hold on. Oh, that's my favorite part. Hold on, yeah. Here, here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Edward Rio Senior as Matiche. Everybody. And my so, dad was <laughs> the one who wanted to be called Matiche, or Matiche. So did you just ask him, hey, yeah, hey, like, hey do you want to be in this movie? Who, yeah, he, my dad's like, you want to be in a cameo? We just be a nosy neighbor. He's like, sure, <laughs> but you got to name me Matiche in the credits. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sure, whatever that means. And apparently it means just nosy-ass neighbor. Yeah. So that shot beforehand when Hunter was ca calling his dad or his mom, his dad called. And it was almost the same exact fucking conversation that was in the script. I shit you not. It was hilarious. <laughs> and you guys just weren't uh, recording. Yeah, we should have recorded that instead of just having it in the script. So I learned a lesson. Never have fans on when you're shooting a, a low angle or high angle. And there's fan in the shot. You make sure you have it off because it fucks with the frames like that. It fucks with the frame rate, apparently. There's uh, my dad again. Another shot of my pops. He did a good job, man. He was he a... Was, uh, <laughs> team player he's like whatever you need me to do well, i mean he had no lines so it was just a little he did he actually yeah. did had a couple lines oh, he when did? he calls the police oh okay. and this next next few shots right here right now he's talking about the revelations of of the weed they're finally realizing that the weed is is not as is not safe <laughs> 
got the whole fucking <laughs> the whole backstory bit. and shit. This was also inset audio, onset audio, and it was bad. It was just so bad because it was from the camera. It just makes me cringe whenever I hear it. This was also, this location was actually Zach's old house in Glendale. 27th Mm. Ave, I believe. 27th Ave and Bell. Yeah. There's his lines. All in Spanish. (laughs) All in Spanish. Yeah. That that was the last dolly. That shot right there, that tracking shot, was the final dolly shot. That shot. We spent $200. On just two shots, on for a dolly, just to get those two shots, Martin. That's how fucking crazy we were. But that dolly you end up using later on, right? That was the last one. That was the last. No, I'm saying for like later projects. For our later projects. No. No? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just the one. That fucker cost so much money. Wait, did you guys rent it or buy it? We rented it. Oh, you rented it. Okay. Yeah, we rented it. We bought the jib, which was used for one shot when they climbed over the. When they climbed over the fence. The fence, yeah. Hey, but that jib was a good investment because you end up using it. Using it multiple times. Later on. It ended up becoming my signature uh, camera movement. My signature composition shot. Yeah, that just came off so bad. (laughs) That fucking line. (laughs) Zach's, his fucking, his acting, his performance actually kind of took me a little bit by surprise. I I thought he had done horrible, but he actually does pretty well. He kind of understood the role of this character really well. My shitty focus racking right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yep. Wash your hands. Oh, man. <laughs> the lines in this movie are... <laughs> are real uh. so because they left the weed behind and where'd they go they they, just, they jumped the backyard oh ran away they just they got caught they just ran behind the tree yeah they just <laughs> ran behind they just ran behind the tree well they they ran past behind the tree but yeah it looks like they're just ran behind the tree uh yeah it's because she got the weed she kind of takes on their curse now and it's passed on to her yeah <laughs> So we do have a blooper reel on this thing. It's pretty fucking funny. I was about to ask you if you could bring out the blooper reel. I was going to bring bring out the blooper reel here <laughs> real quick. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to Anime. She also did production design. I forgot about that. Um, she was fucking all over this one. She helped us out so much. Shout out to her. Hope she's okay. Matthew, Adam King, Daniel, Kayleen, Hunter. There's a Trayvon and Stan. <laughs> My dad. Hey, where's uh, Ben Ortega? Ben- oh, <laughs> you know what? Was Ben Ortega even in the credits? I think we've found a first. Oh, no. No, there he is. Oh, there's Ben Ortega. First assistant camera. First assistant camera. <laughs> there he is. I thought he I, I had a feeling he was in there. Yeah, so that was a great Bambino, dude. Like, it was... It's different than the first one. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I... It could have been a lot better, but we were so rushed for time, man. And we had our like for our fucking actors dropped off the day before. We had to like come up shit with our asses. Like, it, like that curse in the movie sounds like it just came off to you guys on set. Like, yeah, you guys are just cursed. We're just cursed. The, the minute he put pen to paper or <sighs> typewriter to paper, he didn't even typewrite. I'm just whatever. Whenever he started the script, <laughs> it just became an instant curse. Like, he thought of curse, and it it cursed us. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was a different movie. It was a completely... If you'll notice, Zach's movies, they're never the same. They're kind of... They're, they are, in a way, because you could tell it's a Zach movie, but at the same time, it doesn't touch base on the same subject. It touches on different genres. He goes he goes all over the place. I guess this is who he is, who he wants to be, what he wants to, to do when he makes films. And that's fucking good dope. I respect that, and I admire that. You can get easily caught up in having wanting to pl- 
direct or, or wanting to film the same kind of genre or same kind of um, concepts for what you what what speaks to you but to like want to dive into different varieties of things it's cool and I, I appreciate that I appreciate that I found someone who wants to do that like I got really lucky when meeting him so yeah man I'll uh, would you want me to pull up the bloopers? I think the bloopers would be something good to show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some good stuff on there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull up uh, fucking YouTube here because I forgot where I put the bloopers on <laughs> my computer. And uh, I believe. YouTube.com backslash the human robot. Backslash the human robot. They are bloopers from the great Bambino. Oh, this is pretty funny. That's me hitting slate. My dumb ass got in frame, <laughs> and I just realized I'm like fucking idiot. <laughs> Good old Matt. Was this supposed to be like the credits for the movie? Yes, it was supposed to be the end credits. Again, because of timing, we decided to like nix those. Yeah, this movie ended up being 20 minutes long. And with the with the credits, how we made it, it would end up almost being 25. So to, to cut it a bit, we cut off the credits. But it was a it was, these were so great. Adam, man, what a find! This kid was so fucking cool. I love him so much. He reminds me a lot of Jake Castaldo. He does a lot of Jake Castaldo in him. Like just that personality, that same kind of levity. <laughs> yeah, and kid had no shame. And good old Zach. The whole fucking, the whole shoot, Matt couldn't keep a, a straight face, man. That's where he actually shitted. I was laughing. <laughs> right there. Yeah, see, he, he <laughs> yeah. actually shitted because he did. Shout out to Kayleen for being a team player. Being part of this uh, crazy ass group of fucking kids. Daniel. He's so supportive. <laughs> Look at that. Willing to just jump over his own car and bend it, dent it for this movie. And then our boy Hunter. Boy, has he come a long way. Dude, that's a different Hunter there. Completely different Hunter gets. <laughs> Didn't even know how to put in the right amount of salt or whatever it was in the champagne different takes it was actually our funny like we had to do this like take after take after take because i fuck up i keep fucking up focus racking but at the same time it was like timing it was just getting that timing right with that shot mm. this never made it in the movie this was just for shits and giggles it was just improv Really stupid. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was all improv. Like fucking, oh, what a stupid movie, man. <laughs> How did I think about it? It's so stupid. Like it's so dumb. Like the concept's great. Like I love the fact it sounds so adventurous. Couple guys go out to smoke, but the weed that they end up having is fucking cursed, and they have which the best. If this was given a big budget. A, a, a bigger budget like a hollywood type budget i have a feeling it would have been one of those better comedies for it to, it's time i honestly believe that maybe because i'm just seeing it bias but just the concept seems so fucking good but execution wise it's just more easier said than done i mean this is also so early on and like when you started and zach started so yeah we're know. just learning 
yeah, it's a learning curve for everybody that was involved. Fucking learning curve, bro. More of like a lesson. So many lessons learned in this. But it was a good movie. It was a not a good movie. I meant, but it was a good experience. Like on set, being on set with those guys was one of my first full-on set experiences from start to finish. Where I was actually there with the actors for most of the time, if not all of the time. And just getting to know those guys, just being in the trenches with them. Fucking forgot to mention that we shot this in the middle of July. And it was in 2016. This is the one we had, like, we almost broke the record for heat that year. I mean, that feels like it's every year. Yeah. Now it's, like, every year for sure. So, but, like, at that time, it just, during that time, shooting outside, my fucking fingers were burning trying to put the jib together outside because within two minutes, the jib, because it's made of metal, would just instantly fucking heat up. Yeah. If left outside for two If long. you had the camera outside, that's going to overheat too. I had, yeah. You had to keep the camera like shade. You had to put it in shade or put like a towel over it. Make sure it didn't overheat. Make sure you kept it off. Um, we did have one reflector for one day because I forgot. I think Jordan brought his or someone. It was an, It was crazy, dude. It was chaotic at times. But it was so fun. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. That was a great Bambino. It was a good watch. It was a good watch. Oh, it was a great watch. Uh, I love seeing you see it. Like so you said, this was your favorite, huh? Yeah, because it's so just kind of out there and just like, like I'll, I'll watch it and be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's what kind of makes that. it fun, though. I get that. I understand why. Like, man, yeah. So the next one would be uh, Left in Black, I guess, huh? Oh. Or would or or did you make shoes after that? No shoes. Shoes would be after that. Shoes would be afterwards. So it'd be Left in Black and then shoes. And then shoes. So I think the next one should be interesting because that's where we kind of make the jump into into actual into an actual more serious effort in this. And and actually putting work. Yeah, the work, the and, the camera, and the, it's start to see kind of like a, a small raise in, in performance for sure i definitely love to delve into that one have more time to talk about it um a little press for for, for time because i fucked up with the goddamn machine here and now we're only recording in mono audio because i don't know how we fucked up the audio and well, we'll fix it for next time fix it in post <laughs> <laughs> fix it in post <laughs> yeah man so that was cool um i know you got your press time you got to get out of here so I'm going to try to get you out of here. But we got to talk about the next thing, which is our next podcast. We have uh, we have another great guest coming in. A young filmmaker. Young, ambitious filmmaker. Ambitious. He's uh, talented. He's, he's turned in his long hair for a long beard. Have you seen him <laughs> lately? No, I, it's been a while since I've seen him. Yeah, he, he grew up. He went full on trucker. Full on trucker. <laughs> <laughs> he went full on cross country <laughs> trucker. Um, oh man! The the one and only and beautiful Hunter Getz is gonna be our next guest. In so it's in studio. In studio. In front of a live audience. <laughs> in front of a live Mr. studio Getz audience. Mister Getz will be Mr. here. Hunter Getz uh, directed uh, the the next couple movies. No, directed the next movie. Wrote, ha- helped wrote write. Uh, Left in Black, and then went on to direct. With Casey Zenner, uh, the one movie that would unite us as friends. Unscrewed. Unscrewed. So he, he directed uh, that and then went on later on to direct Valora. So he's got to direct some directing credit underneath him. He's he's, 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 been, he's working on a lot of stuff. He's working on a lot of stuff. He's been busy uh, with the cinematography class over there at, at SCC. So he's learned a lot about cinematography, which is great. Um, so he'll come as a more of an understanding of, of the whole role of... of composing shot and and framing and all that so that'll be help me out next time i'm on his set and um i should make for a good talk I think he, a he has a lot of experience under his a lot of experience and aside from zach trussell he's the one person i know the longest amongst all of my friends mm. so like i met him there on set of the great bambino back in 2016 which i can't believe has been is almost over three years ago from now fucking insane that's that's wow i know right so (laughs) uh, so we're gonna have him on it's gonna be a fucking blast i can't wait to talk to him have on board he's been winding it on he's been giving me shit 
and I'm here finally now, man. I told him like, let's do this whenever you're free. Cause he's a busy guy. And I finally got uh, talked out, uh, to get the schedule online with his and we're going to have him on next time. Ladies and gentlemen, so prepare for that. Um, we're about to get, uh, wrap up this show. I hope y'all guys enjoyed having this watch along with us again. The link is on below the video. If you're listening to it on, uh, sound, not SoundCloud, uh, YouTube. Yeah. It's gonna be on YouTube, but I'm also talking about uh, Spotify okay, or Spotify. iTunes. Uh, mostly spotify i'll have a link right there so you can watch it on the youtube so thanks for listening with us people i hope you enjoyed it as much as we did rewatching this this classic so now cult classic so now to close out the show you got to get up from your seat and play the outro music oh god (laughs) Uh, do i have to can i just put it in post production we'll just fix it in post just fix it in post no i actually have it on on my uh, i actually have it on on here fucking it's on my spotify account uh please check out uh on our spotify we have our picks best of and it um it's a picks and valleys picks and it's a a list of the songs that we played on on our podcasts it's our intro and outro musics and i'm about to play that right now which is called where is it at Thanks for listening, of course. And again, thank you again, everybody, for listening to us and uh, putting up with us. I know it's been a while since we uh, posted a podcast, and we're hoping to uh, post we'll, more podcasts. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back on track. Get back on track. Until then, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Later. Later.